You're tuning in and turning on to the Inside Game with Mitch Newman. A chance to dig in and dig deep and how to move from all or nothing results, even sporadic results, to sustainable lifetime results in every aspect of your personal and professional life. Truth be told, none of us escape stuff. And what would it be like to effectively weather any season or storm that comes your way with determination, dignity, with grace, and gratitude? Knowing the truth of who you are will always carry you well across the finish line. So if you're ready to match your insides with your outsides, let's jump in. So I've been dealing with uh, some some health challenges, and I'm aware over the time that I've been dealing with it about, gosh, oh, probably over the past 60 to 90 days or so, and I've had a whole bunch of tests done. Um, it's nothing outrageous, but it, it's just an indication that for me of stuff that goes wrong, stuff that happens, parts that wear down, challenges that we have, and then how best to attack it. And we all have to deal with that. Some facing more life-serious, life-threatening illnesses and challenges. Others, aches and pains, going through tests, going through the medical system, all of it. We're all in different places. And I have the utmost respect for everyone who's dealing with anything that is disturbing any sense of peace inside their body. But I was aware of, in going through this, how easy it would be for me to talk about it to everybody. One, it takes up a lot of space and a lot of time, literally, in my day. starting to slow down a lot, but it was taking up a lot of space. But I realized how easy, because, you know, what, what is it that people say when you pick up the phone and you're talking to somebody, hey, how's it going? And you can usually launch into Oh, well, you're not going to believe this. And you can start listing the laundry list of things. And I realized in the past, in the distant past, that that would have been the way I would have operated. I would have been constantly sharing, listing my ailments, listing my challenges, creating a space for then somebody to say, well, yeah, I've been going through this. I've been going through that myself. I've been having all this stuff going on for me. And then that becomes the energy of the conversation. And I realized over time that I no longer want to participate in those kinds of conversations where I'm necessarily initiating it. There's a select number of people that maybe I'll, I'll participate with in talking about it. Cause I don't want to hold it in either if it's pressing me and, and it's going on for me, but I also don't want to lead with it. I don't want it to be the lead story because I'm bigger than that. We're all bigger than whatever challenges we're facing. But I realized in the past that I would have launched into that kind of stuff. And so now I'm very, very careful for me, what I say when people ask me what's going on or how you feeling, what have you. I say, listen, you know, I'm going through some wellness challenges. My body, I feel amazing. My body uh, would probably say otherwise in this moment, but we're working together. We're figuring it out. What else is going on? And then moving on. Because I realize. And I think what really stimulated me thinking about this even deeper was somebody had written something to me and shared something with me, and it was it was a, a self-expression of something that they had been going through. 
And I realized in the expression of listening to it and kind of taking it in, I realized just how many people and myself from time to time, but mostly not, but how many people really still participate and uh, allow sadness to be the lead story. They, it's just, they just do sadness really, really well. It's part of their story. They go out and create situations and scenarios in the outside world, in their external reality, to validate something that's missing on the inside, and then have the opportunity to talk about it. It's so familiar. It's like they feel it in their body. Their words match. Everything just matches up. So I'm realizing that that's a common thing. And, And what we're then looking for is we're either creating the upset, the dis-ease, the uncomfortableness, utilizing situations and scenarios and other people in the outside world to create them so then we have something to talk about. Or we're simply allowing the outside world to confirm back to us or to tell us to tell us how we are in the world. And so a lot of times this kind of dovetails back into the inside game, so bear with me. So sometimes people say, well, Mitch, you know, you always talk about the inside game. And I know you've talked about it on some of your podcasts about, well, you got to take action in the world. And it's like, yeah, you do. It's not just, it's the relationship between your inside game, how we are relating to ourselves, what we are self-generating from the inside out. And then what is the level of action that we're taking in the world to confirm or take it even to a better place what it is that we are experiencing about ourselves. But here's the deal. If you're experiencing sadness inside, then you're going to then manifest that in the external world. It's just how it works. It's what you're calling in. It's the, it's the frequency that you're putting out there. It's the energy you're putting out there. So I don't participate in those conversations for myself anymore probably talking about it more on this podcast <laughs> than anywhere else for simply that reason, because I don't want to keep putting that energy out in the world because then the, then the universe is going to reflect that back to me in some form or fashion, either through other people and their experiences or the person I'm talking to who then decides, you know, you think that's bad. Here's what I've been going. And then you're, and then all of a sudden the, the, the frequency of the conversation is so low. It's just such a low energy. I just don't want to be a part of it. But I also don't, you know, I don't, don't, I'm not condoning that we should hide our feelings either. We should experience our feelings. But how many times, how many times am I going to talk to people about what's going on for me? Maybe once. Maybe I just reserve that for my conversations that I have with my wife. So I'm not hiding it. I'm just not leading with it. I'm just seeing myself as so much bigger because what I want to generate on the inside is not the default of sadness, but the default that is joy. See, it's about taking action in the world versus reacting to the world and letting the world decide how you see yourself. And it starts from within. That's why I was talking about the relationship between the inside game and the outside game. 
they're reliant on each other. I don't just get up in the morning, do some inside game work, wait a little while, do some more, wait a little while, do some more. No, I get up. I do something that's related to my inside game, be it meditation, be it writing, whatever that is. And then I take action in the world. I'm taking the energy that I'm generating inside and I'm taking it out into the world. And I'm letting the world either confirm that I'm on track or letting it decide on a certain level that I need, maybe need to course correct. You've heard me talk about this before. Set the, atten- set the intention, pay attention, course correct as needed. The difference being is that I'm not prepared to, nor interested in, nor willing to sit around waiting for the outside world or other people to confirm whether or not I'm good or not, whether or not I'm talented or not, whether or not I'm well or not, whether I know what I'm doing. I don't, know, I don't, I don't always know what I'm doing, but my heart is my compass. Heart never steers me wrong. Can't imagine it does that for you either. It's just a question of whether or not you're willing to trust it enough to go in that direction and to lead with it. So, so many people just do sadness really well. They're just really good at it. And they just fall into it. And it's just easy and it's just familiar. And at the same time, all we're doing when we operate in that place by using sadness, let's say, as, a, as our default or some low energy, low vibration, low frequency emotion. That when we lead with that and it's like the fluorescent light in the room, you know, after a while you don't hear it, but it's always buzzing. But if we're actually we're actually going out with that energy in the world, then the universe, I always say, listen. The universe, Buddha, God, Allah, Jesus, whatever your sense of of higher source and energy is a lot of times it's not it's not a, it's not about it simply reflects back at least for me it, it reflects back to me whether i'm on point or not whether i need to course correct or not and it takes it takes it literally if i'm if i'm feeling sadness and i'm experiencing sadness and i'm Utilizing all of those old beliefs and self-doubt and unworthiness and undeserving, and then I go out in the world, the universe just responds in kind. It's not judging it one way or the other. It's just you've gone out and you've placed your order, called going through the drive through of life. Welcome to life. Can I take your order? Yeah, I'd like a, a, a large sadness. You know what? Supersize that, Right. And you go out and you do that, and then all of a sudden it reflects it back to you. Or something could be going really well in your life, and it's so unfamiliar to you. And I know I've done this in the past before myself. It's so unfamiliar, it's almost like scary, but you got to find a way to sabotage it. Because at least you get back to what's familiar. Loss, grief, sadness, alone, whatever that may be. But the, the truth of the matter is, is that the inside game and the outside game work together. So why not make your inside game and set that default to joy? 
See, it's self-generating. Happiness is self-generating. Joy is self-generating. Sadness is self-generating. You decide what you want to take out into the outside world, and you take the action, and the action will reflect that back. That's just how it works. So it's an inside game. And the goal is, can you take the inside game and create an outside game? I'm experiencing joy. Joy is my default. My focus throughout the day is to stay in a place of joy. Sometimes the world and the universe will reflect back to me parts of the world that aren't necessarily joyful. And I don't have to react to that. I don't have to lose, as I talked about in the other week, about perspective. I don't have to lose my perspective. I can hold on to it. Yes, there's a lot of challenging things in the world. Yes, there's sadness in the world. Yes, you're going to go through challenges. And yes, you're going to experience sadness. And it doesn't have to be your default. Doesn't have to be your go-to. So the inside game, you develop these tools where you're actually, you say, well, Mitch, it's easy to say I'm going to lead with joy. But what if I'm not feeling the joy? Well, then, okay, so what is in your inside game plan tool belt that can support you in tapping into that joy? I don't know, maybe gratitude for all the things that you've been blessed with. Sometimes people say to me, hey, how's it going? I say, you know what? I wake up every morning. I check for a pulse. If I find one, it's a good day. And people go, oh, I like that. I like that. And other times I'm, I'm out and about and somebody says, hey, how's it going? I go, splendid. And they go, oh, wow. I love that word. Can I steal that word from you? I go, I don't own the word. Splendid it away. So I get to take my experiences, I get to take my energy and frequency, decide at what level I want to vibrate, at what level I want to hold frequency. And I can be aware of things that are around me or that come towards me that are maybe low energy, low frequency, and I can leave the situation or the circumstance. And sometimes I can't, so sometimes I just choose to be in my heart and hold space for somebody or situation, I don't have to lose my position of joy. Maybe it fortifies my position of joy when I see somebody who's clearly living in a place where sadness is their default. Perhaps that person's a reminder to me that I could actually take joy to an even deeper level. So it's so important that we get to decide what we want to generate from within, the tools that we can pull up to, to, to support that, whether it's gratitude, whether it's journaling, whether it's breath work, whether it's meditation, whether it's prayer. There's tons of tools and, and there's, no, there's no right tool or there's no wrong tool. It's just utilizing a tool. 
Some people say, I don't have an hour to meditate, Mitch. I go, great. Do you have 45 seconds to do it? What's going to happen in 45 seconds? Well, significantly more than if you didn't use the 45 seconds. And maybe the 45 seconds will, I don't know, allow you to clear another 45. Now, next thing you know, you have 90 seconds. 90 seconds that you were normally going to take to worry about something or wonder about something or get frustrated about something. And you're focused on you and reminding you that you get to call the shots. You get to decide the level of happiness. You get to decide the level of joy that you want to vibrate with. The frequency that you want to carry out in the world. You get to choose that. Yeah, but Mitch, I have all these things going on in my life. I said, well, listen, we all have things going on in our lives. And by no means do I, like I said, am I interested in you bypassing the feeling of sadness if you're in a moment of sadness? By all means, feel it. That doesn't mean you have to pick up the phone and call 20 people and share the sadness. That doesn't mean it becomes the lead conversation and the opening line every conversation that you have that day. What if you could take the sadness and maybe give sadness a voice? What is sadness trying to tell you? What does sadness want you to know? And then maybe write about it. And then cut the refractory period from the time that you're sad to the time that you're joyful in half or or more. And get back to the present moment of deciding the frequency that you're going to operate in. And that's joy. We get to choose, folks. We get to choose. The choice is simple. What sometimes is a little bit more complicated is actually taking the step. Because I meet people all day long. Oh, yeah, Mitch. And they're talking about all these things that are going wrong in the world and all these things that are going wrong in their health and all these things that are going wrong in their relationships. And then they insist that they're doing all of these things to on the inside game. And I'm sitting there going, well, something maybe is missing. You're self-generating, supposedly self-generating through the inside game, but then you're letting the outside world, your outside environment, dictate how you're going to feel about yourself or how you're going to think about yourself or how you're going to experience other people. Something is missing there. That's not necessarily the inside game and the outside game working together. So we have to, we have to move away from reacting and that whole process of, of reacting and taking action. Taking the action in the world versus reacting to the world. Holding the energy that you want to bring to not only your own life, but to other people's lives. Knowing that some people are going to receive it well, certain situations and circumstances are going to receive it well, others not so much. That doesn't mean that you have to fall off your position. Maybe that really means that you hold that position even stronger. Because why? Because you know that what's speaking back to you in that moment, in that truth, is your heart. And your heart will never lie. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. So if you enjoy this episode and like what you're hearing, I would appreciate you subscribing to this podcast and 
consider sharing this as well with a friend who may have an interest in fine-tuning their own inside game. Any comments, reviews, suggestions, all are welcomed and appreciated. Tagging me in your stories is also a great way to pass the word and provide me with additional confirmation that the content is landing, at least somewhere. (laughs) And if I'm missing the mark, don't hold back. I want to hear that too. So until next time, don't hesitate to dig in, go deep, and find your magic.